Welcome to the EDM Producer Podcast. This is the show where we interview successful EDM producers from around the world. We ask them what they're doing with their music, how they're making it, get into the studio a little bit, talk about marketing advice, career advice. And the whole goal of the show is to help you guys out there become better musicians yourselves, get your music out there, and get it heard. We always have great producers on the show, and this show is no exception. Luca Cassani is joining us from Italy. He's a house producer, makes very cool, pumping, fun, groovy tracks, and uh, I'm really happy to talk to him about his production techniques and other cool stuff. So, Luca, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hello. How are you? Doing good. How is it over there in Italy right now? Oh, it's now. It's, not, it's a little bit cold, but... <laughs> We are waiting for the summer. I see. I see. You have to move to Florida in the U.S. It's the best place to live. Oh, okay. I, I imagine. Nice and warm. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of music you do? I produce um, house and tech house. My roots are in um, funk, disco, and I think that house and tech house are the natural evolution of those type of, of music absolutely and I, I could hear that in your tracks they're i don't know they're very uh organic i guess is a great word to, to describe them thank you thank you yeah thanks. thanks a lot well when did you get started making this kind of music what got you interested in this many years ago i decided that just listening to music for me was not enough and I really felt the need to produce something of my own. Uh, so I bought an Atari computer combined <laughs> with a <laughs> black and white screen, <laughs> uh, combined with an Akai you know, 950 sampler. Um, then I began collaborating with the recording studio that I knew. But um, very soon after, I decided to put, to put together my own studio. Wow. You've been doing this for a while. How many years? Uh, about 20 years. Good for you. The Atari computer is <laughs> <laughs> about 20 years ago. No, that's good. I'm, I'm within your age bracket. I, I understand. I'm from that era myself. And uh, that, those were the good old, those were the fun days, man. The big clunky computers with black and white screens and they were <laughs> barely able to make music, but they could. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have I, the Atari computer is still in my home. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Does it still work? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's off, but it's, it's a very, very nice object. Yeah, I can imagine. It's you got to put that on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so if you've evolved through the years through all kinds of software, um, what what software are you using now? Cubase. Uh, Cubase, yes. As um, as I started with, with, since I started with my Atari, I I, I use Cubase. Uh, um, so I know um, there are a lot of 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 nice uh, of nice DIY, but um, I always I always use Cubase. So. Um, as a software, I use Cubase. While as a studio interface, uh, I use um, RMA. Nice. RMA. Yeah, I, uh, I've never used them myself, but I've heard so many good things about them. Yeah, the, there are a lot of good, uh, good uh, audio interface. Yeah. But RMA is one of the, the best. Yeah, they have one great, great the converters, right? Yeah. Yes. 
What version of Cubase are you on now? Eight? Uh, now I'm uh, on uh, seven. Okay, Cubase nice. Cubase seven. Yeah. They keep adding stuff to Cubase. Do you think it's getting a little bloated or do you like all the new stuff? Um, no, I'm not, not always uh, um, ready for the last uh, for the for the last version. I I change the version just only when I need it. I, I'm not the fan of the, the the latest version. Well, at least you're on seven. The last person I interviewed was on Cubase four. But now, <laughs> <laughs> Cubase four. Before uh, be- this one, I I was on Cubase SX. Is it maybe ten years ago? Yeah, the software. You were on SX, but and then you went to seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow, I'll, I'll tell you what, Cubase users they love they love the old versions. They don't they never want to upgrade. And everybody can think different about it. I'm not uh, a software slave. I can use it. I I I, I try to use it uh, just for what I need uh, and not to to be used <laughs> from the software. Right. Right. I know most stuff they're adding to Cubase these days, it practically writes your the music for you. Like with yeah. with these chord um, plugins and like the groove mashers and stuff like that. You know, maybe uh, maybe for the melodic parts uh, the new one uh, is better. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Hey, um do you have any production tips? You've been doing this a long time. Are there any cool production tips you'd like to share with our listeners? Like things you do with the DAW or in, in your productions that you think would help our listeners? I think that my is to learn from others uh, and uh, get as much influence as you can. But uh, at the end of the day, make sure that you do something original and something that yourself love. That, that's a great tip. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I like to, to try inspiration from every kind of music, not uh, just uh, house music. Right. Like what other types of music inspire you? Mm, at the beginning, as you told, as I told you, uh, was just disco or funk. But now I'm influenced by every type of music. I think there are a, a nice thing in every kind of music. I agree. There's some there's some genres of music that I don't like at all. But when I actually listen to some of the songs, I always get something out of those tracks that I wouldn't have known before. Even if I don't like the genre, I still, they still inspire me. Yeah. 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 I agree. How about, um, some technical production tips? Um, I, um, I use many plugs as instruments. I use, um, I use often, um, massive or silent or Nexus it depends on, and uh, I also use many plugs from Waves, like equalizer, compressors, limiters, etc. You like Waves? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are very good plugs. I I only have one Waves plugin. It's for noise suppression. Yeah. For the yeah, it's for noise suppression for the podcast. That's the only one I've ever ever bought. I use a lot of equalizers. Yeah, they're Every, good. In a, in um, in any track, uh, in any channel. I have a wave equalizer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I used to to do it, but maybe there is something better. But uh, when um, 
when you are um, you you used to um, to use um, an equalizer is is easier to work on on that one yeah once you get used to it yeah yeah um which equalizer do you use that you like from waves is a uh, eq6 uh, in um, in every in every channel eq6 okay eq6 uh, but uh, i also use uh, eq eq10 for uh, i don't know uh, maybe if i have a track uh, that um, don't sound good in mono when i put it in mono i use uh, eq10 for uh, give it a, a stereo effect i see cool what are some of the other plugins that you like to use a lot really really a lot but um, i don't know a sampler um, the typical sampler uh, cubase sampler okay something from um, rob papen like uh, Predator, Albino, and uh, Subboom Bass. I use Subboom Bass uh, most of all for the percussion and not for the, 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 the sub bass. Really? For percussion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you explain like how, how you do that? I don't know why, because uh, th- th- that plug, that, that instrument uh, called uh, Subboom Bass, um, has has a great uh, percussion sounds. Really, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but listening for uh, for all the sounds inside, I, I discovered that uh, there are a, a very good percussion inside. Wow, I gotta check that out. Maybe cutting the the low frequencies, uh, but you can use it as a percussion. Okay, that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use for your basses like your uh, your your bass sounds oh for my basses i i can use um, plugins too but uh, i have uh, an analogic moog mini tower oh. and uh, maybe this is my favorite instrument wow because it sounds good but uh, also because uh, it's it's real it's physical and right. <laughs> it's here near me and uh, I I like I love to 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 see it in the studio. And then you just have a MIDI keyboard hooked up to it. No, and without keyboard, just um, the the instrument, small box with buttons, but um, um, without a keyboard. Oh, so right, but um, mini tower is a Moog mini tower. Yeah, um, no, I I see it. But so, how do you get the notes into Cubase? You just use MIDI. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, I can tell. I, I love the basses in your songs, and I was wondering how you made them. Um, but it's not always, uh, are not always basses from the Moog Mini Tower. Okay. Sometimes uh, are uh, basses from a, from an instrument, or from a, yes, from a, a, a virtual instrument. Maybe sometimes uh, Nexus or Silent uh, is not always the same. I see. But I always put uh, um, a attention on the um, on the basses and especially uh, on the basses with the kick. Because maybe sometimes we have a great kick and a great bass, but together are not so great. Huh. 
So what do you do in that case? You just find the right combination? Many times I change the bass or I change the kick. But um, because um, if they are they don't sound very good together, it's not easy to 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 do a good uh, good job on the basses. I agree. What do you use for your kicks? Samples like uh, so vengeance. Yeah. Something from uh, Loopmaster K sides. I discovered K sides. What's the name? A K- couple of months. K sides. K side. Yes, K sides uh, um, are good. Uh, good kicks and good sounds. Uh, good samples. Sometimes I mix a uh, uh, low part of one kick with another part of uh, with a mid uh, part of, of another. Right. Cutting the bass on the on the mid. Just getting the good parts of each one. Yes, but it is not so easy to do it because um, sometimes uh, you can you can do a mistake. <laughs> so <laughs> the the easy easy way easier way is is to put one kick, just one. That's that de- that's definitely the easy way. But um, when you do layer your kicks, what do you have to do? You just EQ. Use the EQ to get the good parts out of each just one. Just a little bit. I cut uh, just um, on 400 uh, hertz. Not not more else. Okay. Just a little bit. On the rhythmic group, I put a compressor, but mm, not not too much. Okay. I think the sounds are... Uh, it is to be natural, not uh, not too much uh, equalized on, uh, on the single... Uh, on the single sound, on the rhythmics. On the rhythmic stuff. Yeah. When you say the rhythmic parts, what do you mean? Drums. I see. Now, I mentioned earlier that you have a very organic sound to your songs. How do you get that sound? Um, how can I say? With my ears, <laughs> because I'm a maniac <laughs> of the sound. <laughs> I... I can do I can do a track uh, in uh, I can make a track uh, in uh, in two or three days, but I need one month to put it out <laughs> because because um, I always uh, have to try it in uh, in the club uh, in my car in uh, in another uh, sound system. So <laughs> I'm a, a manic a maniac really. <laughs> That's good though. You're perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. When you put the, when you put out a, a, a track, is out. You, uh. you can you you can't do anything else on that track. And when you hear and we when you hear uh, your tracks, uh, your track in a club, and and you think uh, and you think no, it wasn't 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 good th- that sound or. Uh, the bases uh, are not very pumping. It's late. Right. <laughs> you, you can't you can't do anything else on the track. It's just out. Good point. Is there anything else in the studio that you wanted to talk about before we move on? My old um, instrument um, from Korg is a TR rack in an old an old expander, maybe is from 20 years ago and sometimes i put uh, i i bring uh, a sound from from there because uh, it has um, very good basses too and um, a lot of good sounds 
The Korg TR Rack. Let me pull up a picture Korg of this. Korg TR Rack. Oh, I see it. Just some time. Uh, uh, cool. That looks pretty old school. Yeah, very old school, but it is still modern. I want to play with that thing. I want, I want one of them. It has a um, uh, very good sounds. Cool. It's always here, ready for me. Nice. Yeah. I love this type of gear that you use it in special yeah. occasions, but it gives you that sound that you can't get anywhere else. Yes. Yes, exactly. Huh. Awesome. Anything else in your studio you want to talk about? My turntable, but uh, is is not so strange. <laughs> I think everybody have a turntable. You still have a turntable. Maybe maybe the young guys know, but I think a lot of people have a turntable in the studio. Probably. Now you so obviously you've been DJing a long time too. Yeah, uh, thirty. I started um, more than thirty years ago. Oh, that's awesome! So I was very young, and and I'm not too, and I'm not really young now. <laughs> I was very young when I started. So young now. You're, you know what? It's much cooler to be the age we are than the kids, and I want them to know that right now. Well, I'm, <laughs> I I'm happy because uh, I've seen in my life the when the music club music scene started. I was a child, but I've seen wh when it started. And I think is is always a, um, a good thing, no matter what, um, what kind of music you play now. But um, what you heard, what you have, what you've seen in, in the past is a great inspiration from, from the future. I agree with you. Now, what do you think about the past till now? How do you, what's your opinion of the progression of club music, how it progressed? It's not easy to, because um, you, can, you can't refuse uh, the future. So um, you can't say, I refuse to uh, work with the computer by, or uh, I refuse uh, to put music on the social network or... Um, is uh, is the future so we have to go on uh, i think um, you should not refuse uh, the future and uh, the past too gotcha gotcha you can you can find uh, something interesting uh, in the future and you you can find a gold mine a gold mine in, in the music from the past right right every kind of style you have yeah, that's a good point. So in your 30 years of DJing and producing, uh, what are some what is some advice you can give the people listening to this show? Because a lot of people who listen to this show, they're new and they're writing tracks and they're trying to get better themselves and they want to succeed in this music industry like you. So what advice do you have for them? Do what you feel, but do it at your best. Uh, always keep studying and uh, do refresh courses, uh, but uh, don't refuse the past because there is a gold mine in the music from the past. Every kind of style you have. Cool. You do refresh courses? I still, yes, I still do it. What kind of courses? Mixing. Uh, 
not uh, mastering because um, I always used to um, to do the mastering myself until through two or three years ago um, when I realized that this is a job apart, the master. Yeah. So now I prefer to use people who, who know what they are doing better than me. I see. For the master. That's a good move. Yeah. A lot of people do that. How about um, if you could give a tip on how to get your music out there and get get it heard, get lots of plays, what advice do you have? Nowadays, with the social network, it's easier to get your music heard. Yeah. My favorite is um, SoundCloud or something like, like, like SoundCloud because it's easy and instinctive and makes it easy to share music with, with ev- anyone, even if it's just a demo. When I have to share a demo with uh, my label uh, manager or my label um, or, or my friend or uh, uh, with my mate, I, I put it on a private page of SoundCloud and I share the link with him. That's a great idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that and it's easy for them to play it is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Great. You don't have to to download it. You can listen listen it uh, on SoundCloud. Exactly. Wow, great tips! You gave a lot of great information this show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, where can people find out more about you and hear your music? Uh, on Facebook uh, about me and my gigs. Uh, Facebook.com slash official Luca Cassani. Or soundcloud.com slash Luca Cassani. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Luca, for doing this show. Thank you. Absolutely. And I hope everybody got a lot out of this. Make sure you visit edmr.com. That's edmmr.com to hear all of our shows. We have the plug-in podcast, the mastering show, and the sound design show. It's seamless. So head on over there and listen to everything we got up there for you guys. That's going to be it for the producer podcast for today. See you guys in a bit. Thank you.